Hello, and welcome to this One Good Life podcast, where we slow down and explore the beauty and goodness that surrounds us every day. My name is Stephen Ingram. And I am Bryant Johnson. We are so glad you are able to join us today. On today's episode, uh, we are going to slow down and explore the 12 challenge and how yeah. we've done so far. We're one month in, Stephen, uh, 30, I don't know, what is it, 31, 38, uh, nine days yeah. into yep. this yep. process. Uh, yeah. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll discover that we've both had success <laughs> That's uh, right. in the process. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. if we have, we've already beaten the average American's uh, extent of their New Year's uh, resolution. That's exactly right. We've actually yep. doubled it if we've had success, right? So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we are winners already. Um, right. We're we're win- we're winners no matter what. <laughs> well, we'll see as the conversation goes on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. We're so we're you know today's episode we're we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be reviewing uh, the January uh, part of the twelve challenge uh, the first month the first thirty one days. Um, yeah, we're recording now on the 8th, so yeah, we're 39 days in, so we're 8 days into month 2 uh, on this thing, and um, you know, one, one of the things that we said was that we would, <clears throat> at the end of each month, we would come back and do a uh, kind of a recap check-in episode to, to talk about, uh, you know, some of the things we learned, what we experienced, and, and all that good stuff, so I'm really, really excited about it. Um, if if you're not, you know, if you're just tuning in and you're not sure what the 12 challenge is, um, this is a um, really something Bryant came up with uh, back in December that we both um, uh, committed to, to to be a part of for this uh, for 2019. Instead of making one or two really gigantic New Year's resolutions, uh, we decided to make 12 small ones. Uh, 12 small incremental improvements um, in our lives uh, and to track those one month at a time. Uh, if you're interested in, in joining that, uh, you should totally do that. Um, join it. You can go to uh, thisonegoodlife.com uh, 12 challenge. Uh, it's right there at the top of the screen and uh, you can click on that and learn all about how to do the 12 challenge and also uh, what each month uh, will look like for Bryant and I. So, um, so yeah, hope you'll join us on that. Um, it, for me, it's been worth it so far. How about you, Bryant? Oh, I think so. I think so. Um, yeah. Small, uh, small. It's, I don't know. It's just good. It's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it, it's been good and challenging um, in some ways that, that we'll talk about. Um, and, and before we do that, Stephen, uh, something I want to <clears throat> just share with everybody. Um, yeah. something I have uh, been challenged with maybe over the last month or so. Um, and, and I'm responsible for all of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, I'm in a place where a, a lot of good things have come my way in, in the sense mm-hmm. of like opportunities for, for work, for life, for, uh, all, all kinds of stuff. This being one of them. Right? right. Um, and my tendency is to say yes to things that I want to be a part of. Um, a tendency yeah. is to say yes to things that I that I want to do, um, and as a result, you know, a few episodes back we talked about rhythm um, mm-hmm. and rhythms of life. Um, as a result, uh, I have I have said yes to so many things that my rhythm of life um, is out of whack. Um, mm-hmm. And my and my wife said to me uh, very eloquently, uh, <laughs> "You've got to say no to some things," mm-hmm. um, because here's here's what's happened, right? Um, 
and and there are kind of two places uh things that are life-giving um one is spending time with family um the other uh personally right like the only investment or the only uh outcome really is i stay sane um by exercising (laughs) right (laughs) so like (laughs) i have i've said yes to so many things that i've had to uh either um go into my time for exercise or go into my time uh, that is typically set aside for family. So the cost of saying yes to things that I love, uh, saying yes to things that are good, um, is either my own uh, like personal uh, fitness or uh, like exertion. (laughs) Insanity. (laughs) Sanity or time with my family, right? Like so yeah. Uh, one time of a family is always a priority, um, yep. should always come first, um, to exercise literally. I, and I think I said this, right? Like it just keeps my head on straight. Yep. Um, that's right. If at minimum just keeps my head on straight. Um, so, uh, you know, share with you, uh, before we started uh, today, I, I've exercised, yep. like I've been to the gym once in three weeks. Um, <laughs> and, and here's the thing, guys. <laughs> I've been three times this week, and I'm going to be there the, my fourth time today after the podcast. So the fact that I've been four more times than Bryant is a really big deal. <laughs> We're like in an al- alternate universe it's right, right now, really. It's bizarro, Stephen. Um, yeah, <laughs> bizarre, Bryant. Yeah, this is exactly. So uh, you and I are going to try and figure some things out. I, I don't know yeah. that we've solved what that looks like moving forward, um, but I do. Uh, I do have to say no to some things, and in some level, um, this is this is one of those. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some other places where I've said no. I've handed off some work um, yep. that, frankly, uh, other people could do better, mm. anyways. Mm. Right. So like, handed off some things that um, uh, has helped as well. Um, and I've, I've said no to a couple things recently. Um, in fact, it, there's another one that I really want to do, um, mm-hmm. that I have to say no to, um, as well. So, um, okay. trying to practice, like intentionally practice the things that we have been talking about. Um, and when life is a little out of whack, um, the only thing I know to do is like, uh, you know, grab, grab the bull by the horns, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yep. take over, reset, um, and then get started again. Yeah. 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 Well, I, you know, when, when, when you, uh, told me about this uh, a couple weeks ago, we were talking, um, my first inclination was, man, Brian doesn't like me anymore. (laughs) 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 Brian's broke. Brian's breaking up with me. (laughs) It's not you. It's me. (laughs) And then, and and then I got out of middle school mood and, uh, and, and realized, uh, how good it is to practice what you preach. Um, and sometimes it's painful, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think my, my biggest thing is, is your voice is so important to this and, um, uh, you know, whatever ways we're able to continue having your voice as a part of this one good life, um, is going to be good and helpful. And, uh, um, you know, we're 20 episodes in 21 episodes in, uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, I'm I'm grateful for wherever you are able to uh, to continue to plug in, and uh, when you're not here, uh, of course your voice will be missed and your presence will be missed. Um, but uh, you know, I think I can speak for everybody who listens how grateful uh, everyone is for for who you are and 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 what you are and what you're doing. And um, 
you know, again, grateful you're practicing what, what we preach on this. Um, because if we can't practice what we preach, then, then it's what we preach is not worth a whole lot. So, That's right. That's um, right. So, so glad for it and sad for it all at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, uh, thing I was thinking about and kind of ex- expressed to, to my wife as well, and, it, and I think it's fair to say it, say it here, it's mm-hmm. just in a season right now. And this is That's not, right. it's not, um, life is not always like this. Yeah. Um, but I'm in a season where everything I'm currently doing, responsible for, engaged in, I, I, I love it all. Like there's yeah. nothing right now in my life uh, that I need to say no to because I, I hate it or I can't stand it or that thing is just so frustrating or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's why I'm in this place to start with because I've said yes, uh, yeah. like like this, I love doing it. We yeah. have we have the deep conversations where if I was at a wedding reception or a party, um, you would probably find me in a corner trying to engage somebody in a conversation <laughs> like the one we're having, right? So like, yeah, that's right. Um, it's all good stuff. And so that's yeah. a season I know and there's going to time, uh, there will come a time um, yeah. where I have to do things that I that I either don't like or don't enjoy and, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, so that's a season also uh, uh, learning and, and kind of regrouping and getting back into something that has rhythm to it again. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. also a season. So, yeah, there we are. Yeah, the whole, the, you know, and, and that's such a helpful way to think about anything that we're experiencing. Um, what what we're in at this moment is not eternal. Right? <laughs> I mean, what what we're experiencing at this moment will not last forever. Um, you know, I talk, you know, we, we both have done work with for years with teenagers. Um, and one of the things I always try to um, really convey to teenagers is a sense of a long view that that what is will not always be. And, 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 you know, especially when they're going through difficult times or where they're feeling yeah. overwhelmed or whatever, yeah. this isn't how it's always going to be. And so, uh, you know, I, I think beyond the podcast, I think my hope for, for you guys is that, uh, you'll find that new rhythm and, um, and the goodness that comes with it. And, uh, and, and know that even when we find that good new rhythm, it too will not last forever. That's right. <laughs> that it's always readjusting. <laughs> That's it. That's right. So, well, well, again, uh, glad you're, you know, glad you're, you're doing what we say. Yeah, because that's, thank uh, you. it's important. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, we um, got a podcast to do. Yeah, we do. We do. And uh, <laughs> we've got to dive into this 12, 12 challenge. Uh, so y- you, you've talked about it. We've, we've kind of opened <clears throat> it up. We've invited people yeah. back into it. Um, yeah. How did, how did you do in January? Well, you know, so sort of the way I set up, I mean, we, we both set up our 12 challenge a little differently, right? Yeah. Uh, we both said there are going to be things that we focus on for that month. And and so mine was kind of twofold. Uh, or mine's going to be kind of twofold for every month. One is something I'm going to do uh, every month, um, you know, or every every day for the month or, or in, a, in, a, in a good rhythm for the month. And the other is um, a, a focus of learning. Um, so I'm dedicating all my reading and all my learning for that month uh, focused on one area. So hmm. for January, um, I had two pieces uh, that I'm uh, in terms of what I'm doing. Uh, the first one is uh, 1,500 calories a day. That's the first thing I'm, I'm, I'm uh, have been working on for January is I, I'm using the um, uh, the Under Armour My Fitness Pal app. Mm-hmm. 
which I think we've talked about before uh, on the show. It's a, it's a pretty handy little calorie counting app. Uh, and my goal uh, was to do that 1,500 calories a day and to have some form of activity, just whether it's walking the dog or, or working out or playing racquetball or whatever, just some kind of physical activity every or, or six days a week. Um, and, and then my January focus for learning uh, was I, I wanted to spend the entire month learning about um, Scandinavian lifestyle. Um, a lot of that has to do with this past uh, summer, uh, spending uh, two weeks in, in Scandinavia, and uh, uh, just really wanting to dive deeper uh, into that. So, so those were my two, uh, 1,500 calories and uh, six days of activity a week, and my learning was Scandinavian life. So, uh, Brian, what about you? And then we'll go into kind of asking some questions about it. Yeah, so in January, and in fact, let me just read you what I wrote on the blog yeah. post. Uh, uh, in January, uh, I said, I'm going to stop buying and eating bread. <laughs> um, and the note itself, right? Like on, on your yeah. cheat day, consume it all. Um, uh, consume as much as possible. Um, and then, uh, you know, this is like dot, 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 looking at you, delicious, rustic Italian loaf baked fresh <laughs> daily. Um, so tempting. So... Uh, yeah, yeah. This came up because sometime last year we bought this rustic Italian bread from the grocery store, baked fresh, hot still when we brought it home to make grilled cheese. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. Uh, and then we thought, oh yeah, a little piece of toast for breakfast. That'd be great. It, yep. it was fantastic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, how about that Italian bread, uh, dipped in some olive oil, uh, with our dinner tonight that how's that sound? Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, yeah. So that, you know, when when you're buying one or two, I don't know, sometimes three loaves of a rustic Italian bread a week, um, <laughs> there's a little addiction that sets in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I can imagine. So that was my goal for January. One, yeah. stop buying it. Um, mm-hmm. Two, if someone else buys it, don't eat it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there we go. All right, so here we go. What what was the hardest part? Um, okay, the hardest part for for me is um, we shop on the outside of the grocery store. Yeah, uh, right. You know what that means? Uh, absolutely. Why, why don't you tell the audience just in case they don't know though? Yeah, all the fresh foods, uh, all the all the all the food that's good for you. Yeah, uh, tends to be on the outs, outer walls of the grocery store. Yeah. The prepackaged um, stuff is not on the outer walls. That's right. It's on the aisle shelves. Um, yeah. In fact, a lot of grocery stores have the frozen food section right in the middle as well, right? Yeah. So, like, yeah. um, so if you can shop on the outside, you're going to buy the freshest food. You're going to buy the cleanest food. You're going to buy the food yep. that actually will sustain you um, yep. in a way that is different. Um, you'll also spend more money. And, that, and I get it. Like, that's why some people avoid avoid those yeah. places. But... Um, Fresh baked bread is on the outside of the grocery store. Yes, it is. Uh, it, <laughs> it smells awesome. It, in, in fact, I took a picture one time and sent to my wife, I'm not buying this today. Um, <laughs> it was just a picture of the loaf of bread, right? It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest part is going by it, seeing it fresh, um, smelling Smell it, it yeah. um, and, and, and not picking it up. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think I think for the for for me the hardest part um, the fifteen hundred calories um, the hard part about that was when I travel 
you know, we, we both travel a good mm-hmm. bit for our work and uh, it is so hard to do that when you travel um, because you're, you're eating out every meal and um, restaurants aren't really trying their hardest to help you be healthy. Um, and so then the other piece of it is I'm a seven on the Enneagram, which means I'm I like to I like to experience new things. I like to try new things. I, I, you know, experience is a big, big, very important part of my life. And so when I'm in all these different cities, I like to experience their local food, their, their yeah. local cuisine. And so. Uh, and, and, and not just local cuisine, but, but things that are unique to that area. And those aren't always the most healthy options for you either. So, um, so that was difficult. Uh, that was one of the difficult pieces of that, uh, was, was traveling when I'm home, I kill it. I, I, I do so well, uh, with the 1500 calories, uh, the activity part of it, you know, being active for six days a week. Um, that was the hard part about that was just weather. Um, uh, you know, if, if it was like super rainy and cold, uh, I was not able to go walk my dog or just go take a, you know, a couple mile walk. Um, and so that was a little difficult sometimes. Um, of course I could go to the gym, but if it's already late in the day, you know, it's, it's, you know, you got three kids, you got to make dinner, you got, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, so that was the hard part of that. Uh, and in terms of the learning part, the Scandinavian life, there was not a single difficult piece about that. Mm. Um, that was that was just pure joy, um, pure joy. Now, the way I have to do it, just the rhythm of my life is I have to get up around five thirty to do my reading. That's that's when I do my best reading. I, I'm not a night reader. Um, I, I want my brain to kind of shut down at night, and if I'm reading, it it stimulates me, and I can't go to sleep. So. Uh, that part was not. I didn't really have anything that was hard about that. So what about the best? Uh, what, what was the best? Oh part? man, <clears throat> yeah. So uh, I'll start back again with the fifteen hundred. Uh, so the best part of that is I um, I tracked the fifteen hundred calories and and did it for twenty uh, twenty two days out of out of the. 31. Out of the twenty-seven, oh, well, nice. out of the twenty-seven, because I was giving myself one day a, a week that I wasn't going to track it. Okay, right? yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so, um, so twenty-two out of twenty-seven. So I only missed that goal five times over the course of of the month. Uh, so it's basically once a week I missed the goal. Um, so I felt great about that. I lost four pounds. Um, Sweet over the course of January, which was pretty awesome. Um, uh, in terms of the activity stuff. So I, I was much more intentional about playing racquetball, about working out, uh, which was great. Um, but the thing that was the best part was um, this newfound love of walking my dog. Um, I've never been a dog walker. Um, it's just, and, and part of it is just Alabama is so stinking hot so, so much of the year, right? Yeah. Um, but and, and Ruby, my dog, she's about a 75-pound St. Bernard Golden Retreat or uh, St. Bernard Lab mix. And she is strong, man. And she will just pull me. Like it's like I wish, I wish it were snowing and I had a sled because she'd be a perfect sled dog. Right? <laughs> so it was always frustrating to to walk with her because she was just jerking my arm out of socket everywhere we go. But um, <laughs> by doing this so much, she um, she got way more used to us walking together. And she and I have the best time. Mm. I listen to a podcast. Yep. Uh, we walk. We usually walk about a mile and a half. Really, really good, and then the Scandinavian learning part. Um, 
man, I, I'm telling you, if if uh, if we ever decide to move to another country, it's going to either be Finland or Denmark. Um, I mean, we both when we were there this summer, we loved it, but to get even deeper into lifestyle and, and philosophy of life and practice and oh my gosh, uh, so much goodness. And the reason why I chose Scandinavian life to study during January is January is usually one of the coldest months. And a lot of the Scandinavian lifestyle stuff has to do with how you live in the cold. And um, uh, so for me, uh, we were able to practice, uh, and I'll talk about this in the next part, but we were able to practice a lot of those things. Hmm. And just the um, quality that it added to our life is is truly immeasurable. Um, yeah. So so what about you, Brian? What was, what was the best part of depriving yourself of amazing rustic Italian bread? Yeah. Uh, so one thing I know and one thing I can uh, safely assume. Yeah. Um, one thing I know is, is uh, and this kind of ties into the next question really, is I can say mm-hmm. no to things. Ah, uh, man. Right. That's good. Um, yeah. Which helps because yeah. uh, that in- encourages the conversation we had, uh, my little announcement at the beginning, right. right? Like um, I can say no to things and it, and I'm okay. Yeah. Right. Um you're still alive. Still alive, surviving <laughs> without that without that bread, um, yeah. and and getting by. And life is just as good. Food is yep. just as good. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that has been been the best part. And I can only assume that under uh, under my skin, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my uh, my blood pressure is uh, turning to something that would be a little bit more normal. And yeah. uh, my cholesterol should also be decreasing. Nice. Um, that annual visit will come up. I'll have blood blood results soon. I have been to the doctor recently uh, <laughs> for uh, for for my knee, and yep. my blood pressure was at the lowest it's been um, in that series of visits. Um, and the last one was still under bread time. So that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> right so like yeah. there's some so there's some other things that are happening that are pretty pretty good as well as a result of um yeah yeah saying that's no so good. um and, and crazy steven right like the lady in the bakery um yeah and i wish i could remember her name but the lady in the bakery she she knows me so well after like seven months of <laughs> buying rustic italian that the last couple yeah. last couple times i've seen her in there she's she's asked me like why are you? Can Brian, I get you some rustic Italian? Yeah, like why? Why are you not getting this anymore? Uh, so that's been fun too. You're just breaking people's hearts, man, left and right. <laughs> I've always wanted to like have a restaurant that they're like, oh, Brian, yeah, you want the usual, yeah. right? Like, uh, I'm like it's that the grocery at two store. sushi places. I'm like that at two sushi places. <laughs> Literally, I call them up. They go, oh, hey, Steve, and 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 they know my order. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I hope for. What I got was uh, the guy and <laughs> um, in the fruits and in the like produce section. Yeah. Uh, calls yeah. me Mr. Brussels sprouts. Nice. Um, so. So. And, and then the lady at the rustic Italian place just knows uh, she got to know me so well. She would like she would see me in the grocery store and begin packing a loaf. That up. is so funny. Um, so now she's mad. And Mr. Brussels sprouts uh it's, it's, I, I still go by that same in, in the produce section, but it's not a restaurant. Awesome. It's not a restaurant. You know what? It's, it's like better halfway. than a restaurant. It's better. It's I cheaper. Don't know. It's cheaper, man. It's cheaper. 
Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, have you, uh, you know, I kind of learned about myself and shared that, right? I, I, yeah. I re, um, relearned, reminded myself that I could say no to things. Um, have you have yeah. you learned anything kind of new? Yeah. Um, yeah, a few things. I mean, <clears throat> one is, uh, you know, I'd kind of gotten this mindset that I, I didn't know if I could lose weight. Because I, you know, it, not losing weight for the sake of losing weight, but because of blood pressure, um, that was something I'm, I'm uh, I need to do is lose some weight to get my blood pressure down, and I, I, I wasn't sure if I could do that, um, not being on some sort of diet, right? And uh, so this was part of my test to see that, and and it and it has been. Now I haven't had my blood pressure taken. That's going to happen in March. So we're gonna keep our fingers crossed about that. But um, you know, I'm, and and the cool thing is that I'm gonna I'm gonna continue doing this. Um, and uh, I'm not gonna get into all that until we get to the how are you changed section. But so that's one thing. Um, the other thing I learned that I love um, walking my dog, which is crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a happier person when I'm walking my dog, uh, which is which is just wild. And then really the the big learning uh, this month was, uh, you know, all the Scandinavian stuff. And so, uh, I read, I read five books this month. Uh, I read five books in January. Um, I was just knocking them down, dude. It was picture books or no five (laughs) legit books. Um, it was pretty crazy, uh, pretty crazy. So the, 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 and I'll, I'll link to these in the, um, in the show notes, but the five books I read were the little book of Hugo, the little book of Luca, uh, uh, Legome, I'm sorry, Logum. Uh, it's a book about uh, 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 the the idea. All these are Scandinavian terms. Um, so Huga is this idea of uh, during the winter, uh, and this is a Danish thing. During the winter, you practice Huga, uh, which is it's about warmth and light and fire and um, coziness uh about friends and family and sauna and comfort and it's really this kind of if if, the way to think about hygge is if you wrap yourself in your favorite blanket sit on your couch with your favorite people and there is a fire and you're playing a board game and you're drinking something warm and enjoyable and eating something a little sweet that's a great and it's and it's blistering cold outside blustering cold outside that is that that's a good sense of what huga is nice. right it's just beautiful and good so the little book of huga little book of, of luca and luca is this danish idea of happiness um the danes are are uh, always ranked in the top um top tier of happy people in the world usually in the top two or three happiest people in the world so it talks about what makes danes so happy uh uh logum um is a book it's a it's a swedish understanding of not too much and not too little mm. it's this idea of it's it's a swedish idea of balance um so it's sort of the scandinavian yin yang kind of idea right uh and then i wrote read a book called sisu s-i-s-u uh and that's a finnish idea uh and and the Finns are known for their sort of their resilience and their courage and their determination and so Sisu is, is this all-encompassing word about resilience and courage and determination and, and a quiet persistence. It's not bravado. It's just this. It, that one, one of the examples the book gives is um, 
Bravado says, I'm going to conquer that mountain. I'm going to climb that mountain. Sisu says, I'm going to take one step at a time until I reach the top. Mm. And that's, that's a very different kind yeah, of totally. mindset about it. And then the last book I read is called Fika. Uh, and this is another Swedish term. Uh, the, the, the Swedes will have two or three 15 to 20 minute coffee breaks a day. And it's not that you go to the break room, grab a cup of coffee, and then go sit back down at your desk and start working. It's time when they take, um, they, they stop what they're doing. They get a nice warm cup of coffee. They'll usually get some kind of small um, uh, treat like a cinnamon bun or uh, they have several different kind of recipes that they use. And you sit with other people around you and you drink your coffee and you talk for 15 or 20 minutes and you just catch up on life. And, and they do this two or three times a day like at work. Like this is just a normal part of work. Sweet. Um, yeah, it's incredible. So I've started to do that too. And um, uh, so, anyways, uh, it's, it's coffee treats, slowing down, and just being present with the, with people around you, not working yourself into a hole. So that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but those are those are sort of the things I, I learned. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I you know maybe I shared it already. I, I don't really know that I, uh, I learned anything new other than the reminder of um, yeah of the ability that kind of resides resides within me. Um, yeah. So it's small. It, at some level, it's small. At some level, it's really, really deep. Um, That's right. Right? Because, yeah. like, I just said no to bread and faithfully committed to that. And every time I walked yeah. past the the bakery, uh, I felt a little bit better about my ability to turn away from something uh, yeah. that's so stinking delicious and tasty. Yeah. Right? Like, yep. Um, <clears throat> so it's a small thing. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't get bread. But it's a big but, but, thing. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a small thing that has big implications, right? Yeah, because um, what's the next thing that I, you you know what I mean? Like, where's yeah. the next place? Um, yep. Maybe it's health related. Maybe it's uh, something physical. Maybe, maybe yeah. whatever. Maybe um, there's I don't know some other temptation or, or I, I don't know what it is, right? Well, but, and you're growing that muscle. Yeah, that, that's what exactly. it is. You're you're working out that muscle of discipline, which is such an important muscle that that's it. A lot of times we forget about. That's it. Yeah, that's um, good, man. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know if that changes. I don't know if I'm changed. Yeah, how were you changed? I mean, what as a result? I, I think it changed you. you I do? mean, just yeah. just hearing you talk about it, I hear a change in you that, um, you know, I think anytime that we assert ourselves um, and are not a slave to a, a passing desire, I think that changes us. Uh, I think that gives us more control over ourselves and over uh -huh. our mind. And, and, you know, just thinking about it in a sort of a Pavlovian sense, when we smell that bread, yeah. what do we do? Oh, I want to eat we it. We salivate buy and it, go buy it. the bread. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it, it, I, you know, every time we make those kinds of distinctions and, 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 and practice that discipline, we, I think our consciousness is elevated a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's encouraging, Stephen. I, I, the way I was kind of thinking about it is, it's just revealed another part of who I am, mm. um, at some level as well. Um, yeah, and hadn't really taken in the perspective uh, that you just offered, um, uh, but more felt like, okay, so that's a part that I've I've now revealed uh, to myself, yeah. right? Like, yeah, just kind of discovered. But um, that's a good way, uh, another good way to think about. Uh, to think about that. 
Yeah, it's and it's not discipline for discipline's sake, right? I mean, some people live an incredibly reg- regimented, strict, rigid life, and they're and and they're they're not more aware yeah. because of it, yeah. right? Yeah. But it's it's identifying those areas and say, hey, this this area is a little uh, this area is a little out of control for me right now. Yeah. And it could be big out of control or it could be small out of control, like right. bread. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> and say, okay, I need to, I need to, uh, one, I'm reflective of that. And two, I'm going to, I'm going to practice reining that in and figure out what, you know, what the good, uh, um, not too much, not too little, the, the, the legume place is. That's it. Or logum, logum. I always logum. say it wrong. Logum. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, uh, the way I've changed, um, it's it's got me back. Uh, it's helped me think about um, my eating in a more intentional way, uh, where I'm still enjoying all the things I eat. So it's not like I'm depriving myself of 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 good food and things I enjoy. It's that I am uh, thinking about it in terms of moderation and intentionality much yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that part's been really nice. Um, and 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 really and truly, the the biggest thing, the biggest change for me has been. Uh, you know, at the beginning of every episode, I say where we slow down and explore the beauty and goodness that surrounds us every day. Uh, and this month has done that more so for me than than probably anything I've done in the past couple of years. Ah. Um, it, it's been so good reading those books, having <sighs> having a different perspective and a language put on to those things I've been desiring to do, which is slow down breathe, wrap myself in, in, in warmth and goodness. I mean that both literally and figuratively. Um, and, and, and no, because from, so I grew up in a, in a very blue collar working lower middle class family and my entire, and, and that's generations of that. And my entire life, I was brought up believing you are what you do. Um, you, 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 your worth is based on what you make with your hands. And for me, it wasn't what I made with my hands. It was, it was how hard I worked, how long I worked. And, and even though I, I got to a point where I knew that mentally that that wasn't true, it, it, it was very difficult to translate that into my day to day. Yeah. Um, and this month has helped, has given me a language and has given me another cultural example because that whole work hard, blue collar up you know middle class kind of thing is not unique to me that's that's america right and so our entire culture is built around this work hard work hard work hard work more work more you know your 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 worth is based on what you do um and to see an entire several cultures scandinavian cultures who say no actually that's just not true Mm. um and 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 our culture doesn't suffer, you know, these Scandinavian cultures don't suffer for it. In fact, they're happier. Um, they, they tend to have better relationships, at least statistically with their families. They tend to live longer. Uh, they tend to have jobs that they enjoy more. They mm. have deeper, I mean, all this is statistically proven. And so this work yourself into the ground mentality to prove your worth, I was given a different cultural, I knew it mentally, but to be given a different cultural um, example of it, and to be shown that no, this is this actually is better. Yeah, uh, has been so helpful to me. Uh, and I told my my friends, my friend Mike uh, is reading the little book of Hugo right now, and uh, I told him, I said, it's gonna make you, it's gonna make you lazier, 
and that's a good thing. <laughs> and I said, and, and, and it's going to feel like laziness at the beginning. But then once you really get into it, you realize it's not laziness at all. It's just a better, it's, it's just, a better pace yeah. and a better rhythm. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So that's what I've, that's what I learned, man. Or that's, that's sort of how I've changed. I'm sorry. Not, not what I learned. Yeah. So. Well, it's good. Yeah. Um, the thing with the 12 challenge, Stephen, as, as you might know, um, is January is over, but February has begun. Yeah. Um, and the 12 challenge doesn't end at month one. It carries in into February and then, uh, Believe it or not, into March and yeah. April, <laughs> all and the way through the year. Going. That's right. <laughs> um, so, what, what what's February look like for you? What are you What are you doing? What are you tackling this month? Yeah. So, I got to tell you, it was hard to transition into February, um, and and not because I wasn't excited about what I was going to be doing for February. It was hard to transition in February because I wanted to keep reading more about. There was one. Uh, Scandinavian book I didn't get to. It's called The Finnish Way. Hmm. Talking about just the way Finns kind of live their life. And I didn't get to read it. I read five books. I was really wanting to read six. Um, and so it was really hard to switch gears. And my wife was like, oh, just read it. It's okay. And I was like, no, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to follow the challenge because I don't, I, I want to give myself enough time in, um, in February to read all the things I want to read in, in February. Right, so, right. All right, so here's here's my February challenge. Uh, the first one, uh, the 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 actual challenge is wake up at five thirty each day of the week, each, each weekday, not not on the weekends, but each weekday. Bryant, you're shaking Did your head. Anybody edit this for you, or? <laughs> well, this is I I used to get up way earlier than that. I used to get up at four every morning. Um, I had two book contracts at one time. And uh, I'd get up at 4 a.m. every morning and write for about two and a half hours uh, because that was the only way I was going to get those two books finished. I did that for a little over a year and a half. And it almost killed me and it made me not want to get up early anymore. And so then for about two years after that, I just didn't get up early anymore. (laughs) Um, And I missed it. I I really missed it. So 530 is not four. It's it's way better. Uh, It gives me about an hour of reading time. Uh, now it's funny because I actually started to practice this in January to do my reading. Um, so, but I wasn't doing it every weekday. I was I was doing it several times. Uh, so, waking up every day five thirty a.m. Come and sit down in my chair. My wife does it too. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I sit and I read and I think. Um, and then in terms of my my focus of study uh, is just the broad category of spirituality. I'm just spending time this month uh, reading and studying just this idea of spirituality. Uh, I've already read one book uh, and almost finished with my second book uh, uh, on spirituality uh, for this month. And so I'll, you know, when we do the 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 uh, the February check in, I'll I'll reveal what books I read and, and all that kind of stuff. So nice. how, how about you? What what are you uh, what are you doing for fe- February? So I have um, it is a couple things on my list that are. Uh, you know, start start something. Um, yeah. And so this month, I've actually started two of those. Okay. Um, one is to read two books per month. So, nice. uh, you know, I feel a little shameful uh, with your, your five. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, read two books per month. Um, and I edited my post, Stephen, because uh, originally <laughs> I said I want to, like, regardless of Audible, I want to read, like, mm-hmm. actually read the, the book itself. Um, and I went back and, and edited it. And here's why. Mm-hmm. Um, some books were made for audio. 
Oh, it's great. Some books are better for audio. So um, that's awesome. The one book I'm listening to right now on Audible and almost done, uh, really close to the end, is Creative Quest uh, by mm-hmm. Questlove of the Legendary Roots Crew. Um, it just peaked, uh, kind of piqued my imagination because uh, yeah. I have said, and, and I've said it to you, I've probably said it on this podcast, I've said it to other people, like I'm not a creative person. Creativity is a lot of work. It's hard. It's difficult. <laughs> um, and this book has totally reshaped my understanding of creativity and the process of creativity. That's so good. Um, giving into the moments where it's like sparked. Yeah. And then uh, uh, not really being frustrated with the, the places where it's not. And one of the points he makes in the book is um, it tells a lot of stories from the music industry and musicians yeah. and what have you. Um, but one of my thoughts always was like, creative people are always creative. Um, yeah. Creative people always come up with something new. Mm. Um, and the thing that he talks about is uh, actually creative people um, aren't always creative. They have lulls in creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and creative people are also not always starting something new. Mm. They're working with the old and rethinking, reimagining um, what the old could be now. That's um, great. So creativity, uh, in my understanding, has totally changed. Um, so I've started that, almost done uh, with that book. Uh, started reading another book. Um, this has been on my list for a while. Uh, <laughs> I think I mentioned an Xbox book before, like the yeah. race for a new game machine. Right. Well, it was another book that was always on my list called Xbox Revisited. And oh, okay. uh, the guy who launched, uh, that was kind of uh, in charge of the whole Xbox uh, thing when it launched, um, like early 2000. Um, his name mm-hmm. is Robbie Bach. Um, and he, uh, a couple of years ago, went back and wrote a book um, and that is based on what he calls the 3P framework. Um, and okay. is essentially about rebuilding your business. Um, and what they discovered when they started the Xbox is they had no reason, understanding, goals, whatever, um, to do oh, it. Wow. So the 3P framework is purpose, principles, priorities. Okay. Uh, another way to say it, that'll be familiar to you. Uh, vision, yep. values, goals, right? That's it. That's um, it. Having clarity about what they were doing. So I was always curious about like how did just how did this company who was so huge in the technology industry right. launch something that was on the brink of failure um, mm. for the beginning? And so he walks through that that process and his journey of helping to create um, a purpose for what they were doing, setting principles and priorities. Um, for for the process, what they would say yes to, what they would say no to, where they needed yeah. to be at certain points down the road. So um, those two books, and I'm already almost finished with both of them. That's <laughs> so awesome. maybe my two books a month uh, is is uh, too high, but uh, or too low. Um, but yeah, so that's where I'm at there. And then the other thing I've started, um, which is uh, number ten on my list, set up and arrange three date nights per quarter, yeah. uh, which. Yep. Uh, if you're counting, uh, should be once a month. Um, so I also started that this Saturday, uh, actually Tuesday, our, our nanny was here and I just said, Hey, what are you doing Saturday? You free? She said, I'm free. And I said, awesome. How about coming to the house around three 30 and stay until about seven? Um, (laughs) that's awesome. So she said, yes. Uh, I just said to my wife, Hey, by the way, uh, we're going to dinner (laughs) on Saturday. 
just, love it. just the two of us. Um, I love it. So that's, uh, yeah, that's the other thing I've started. And uh, that will begin, um, uh, yeah, in just a little over 24 hours from right now. <laughs> do, you, do you know where you're going? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's this brilliant little Italian place. Um, do they have bread? <laughs> they, they do. And this will be this will be the challenge, right? Um, but it's called Delicios. There's like 30 seats in there. We probably oh, nice. could take our son with us. Um, but it's quiet. It's quaint. It's, yeah. it's small. Um, it's loud um, as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Not in the sense of like uh, people talk and yell and scream in there. It's loud mm-hmm. in the sense of like if you do talk, it just echoes and reverberates. Through. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so for him to, uh, you know, screams of joy uh, would just be like, <laughs> right. woo, woo, maybe woo, a little much. <laughs> it would just be too much. <laughs> it's a brilliant little place. Um, Tony, it's called Delicios. Tony Delicio owns, runs the place. He's a chef. Um, okay, cool. He prepares, uh, you know, he's back there preparing um, the meals. He makes his way out uh, at some point during the evening. Um, greets everybody at the tables, asks how the food was. Um, he's talked to us before about like, it's his grandmother's recipes, Mm -hmm. um, uh, that he brought over from Italy. Um, so it's, it's like true Italian food, not Americanized Italian food. Right. Um, and all, all of that. And it's like $8 plates. Um, Uh, that's a win, right? Like they make the pasta and how it's just, is this in Greensboro? To die, die for. It's in Winston. Little hole in the wall place. Okay. Um, if you're not looking for it, you'll never find it. I'm going to be there in a month, man. I, I uh, might have to head over there. If Yeah. It, it, it will be worth your drive um, to eat at, eat at this place. Um, okay. So, so that's where we're headed. It's slow. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so we'll probably order some appetizers. We'll be there for, you know, two, two and a half hours or, or so. Dude, and, that's so good. Um, yeah. That's so good. A little date night. I love it, man. That's where we're at. I love it. That's what I'm doing. Good. That's February. (laughs) Books and dates. That's a good. Hey, that's a good February, man. It's a good February, right? That's Um, good. And these are these are new things that I'm saying yes to. I'm going to do this on on the regs, right? So like, um, every uh, every quarter we we should have three date nights from here on out, and I will be the initiator. I Uh, love that. Right. So yeah, February. I love that. And you know what? You know who else I bet loves that. Tanya. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, we'll see. This will be our first. <laughs> if she doesn't love it, <laughs> she's gonna love it. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. What I'm hoping for. Hoping for. Well, you know, next week um, we are uh, we're back into sort of the regular podcast, um, uh, regular format. You know, we're gonna do this uh, twelve month, or I'm sorry, twelve challenge check in. Uh, at the beginning of every month, but next week we'll be back uh, with our uh, regular podcast and uh, regular topic. And, and next week we're going to be talking about um, the God who does not fit into cathedrals. Um, what do you think about that, Brian? I think it's uh, it's going to be hard to to put some words to um, and put <laughs> some language to. But I I think uh, as we talk about it, um, we'll we'll really kind of reinforce the point uh, of the yeah. title there, right? Like, yeah. um, the God, uh, God just does not fit into, um, a box or a building. Um, yeah. and, uh, when God does, uh, it might 
just cease to be God. Um, yeah. So mm, that's good. yeah, it's going to be it's going to be good. And we love to hear your thoughts, your input, your feedback on social media, um, especially on Facebook at this one good life. Uh, or through email at info at this one good life.com or on the Instagram at this one good life. Um, so feel free to uh, find us there. Yeah, you got it. And finally, this week, we will dive into mm-hmm. some of mine and Bryant's recommendations for you all. Yeah, this is a time where we share some of the good stuff we're discovering in our lives uh, that we hope will add beauty and goodness to yours. Um, I have already mentioned mine, Stephen, and I'm going to recommend that that folks tune in. It's Creative Quest by Questlove on Audible. You yeah. Feel free to read the regular book. Um, but when he talks about music or like creative yeah. processes in music, the music is playing behind him. Um, oh, nice. there's, uh, there's just some added uh, texture to the book, yeah. right, that you would not get, um, which is why I edited my post. Um, uh, this book alone, and, and other books do it too, but this book alone, as I was listening to it, um, caused me to edit my post. Uh, so that's good. Creative Quest, uh, learn about the creative process, and at minimum, hear some really cool stories about the music industry uh, along the way. It, it's, it, it is so different when the author is reading it because you can hear their passion That's and it. their inflection. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. it's him reading the book. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Which is super cool. Cause he's a cool guy. He is. A cool he's guy. so cool. Yep. <laughs> I wish I had like a third of his coolness. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah. He's like miles Davis. Cool. There you go. He's super cool. <laughs> and you know? he would appreciate that compliment. <laughs> I, I'm sure he would. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> so what do you, um, what's on yeah, your my, my recommendations for this, uh, this week are those, uh, those five books that I, that I read this past, um, month. Um, Again, the the books are called The Little Book of Hyuga, H-Y-G-G-E. Then The Little Book of Luca, L-Y-K-K-E. And then uh, Logum. Logum is by, I'm trying to think who who wrote it. I don't have it in front of me. Um, I'll have a link uh, in the... Uh, show notes as to the uh, uh, to, to the actual books. There's several books on, on Logum and Hyuga and Luca. Uh, and then uh, Sisu, S-I-S-U. Uh, there's a, a book I'll link to about that. And then the Fika book hmm. is an itty bitty book. It's it's really tiny. I mean, like it is, it's probably um, three inches by four inches. Like it's a tiny little book, uh, but it, it, and it's more of a, I mean, you can read that in, in, in 15 minutes. Yeah, um, nice. Uh, and But the cool thing about it and the Hugo book is both of them have recipes in them. So there's a whole added piece to this. Uh, uh, and I've tried all the recipes in the Hugo book, and they are wonderful. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and in the post, uh, I'll post all this probably in a separate post um, as well, but I'll put some pictures of... Uh, Huga dinners that we had, um, and uh, where we had skipper stew and glug. Glug doesn't sound delicious, but it's amazing. It's this uh, mulled wine. It's a Scandinavian mulled wine. So good. Nice. So and and Abel Skyvers, which are pancake donuts. So I mean not pancake donuts, pancake balls that that are big in in uh, Denmark. So, Amen. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, dude. So. <laughs> So yeah, uh, that's uh, those. Those are my uh, recommendations uh, um, for you all uh, this week. 
Well, uh, Stephen, I think that just about does it uh, for this week's show. Um, we are so grateful uh, that you have chosen to join us for this podcast. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we are always um, just so grateful for you. Uh, and as we close this week, uh, remember the words of William Yates. The world is full of magical things, patiently waiting for our senses to grow sharper. See you next week. <laughs>